Welcome to Products to Profits with Sarah J. Cross, the podcast for creative product fempreneurs who want to play a bigger game and upscale their business. Well, welcome to the show. I'm Sarah J. Cross, and I'm here to support you on your journey to becoming a successful product biz owner with tips, strategies, and stories to support and guide you through the good times and the challenges of running a product-based business. Today, I am super thrilled. We are talking once again to Nell Casey, who is a brand strategist and e-commerce copywriter. She works with online brands to help them create unique personalities, tell their story and connect with customers online. Welcome, Nell. Thank you. And thank you for having me back after all this time. so fabulous to have you back because I know you're so specialized and it appeals so much to my wholesale clients that I coach because you are all about product descriptions and you are a specialist in that way, which is an ideal match for all all my customers who have online stores and who are obviously selling wholesale. So tell us a bit more about your brand thought leadership and how do you you define it? Yeah. So this is really exciting to me. I wanted to give a bit of context, I guess, to how I sort of came to this because um, I'm really only talking about it now <laughs> publicly for the first time um, this month. So it's great to be on your podcast chatting about it. Basically, I have been writing for brands for nine plus years, copywriting and content creation um, and hundreds of e-commerce brands in that time. And Over that time and doing all that work, I've come to realize that you can only get so far with your, you know, brand voice, your product descriptions, um, and being visible on social media. And so once you kind of hit that point, I was like, what's missing for these brands? You know, how are we creating content, telling a story that really engages and helps brands to really get some visibility online? Because we know how difficult it is to get, you know, visibility on Instagram right now the algorithm is shot like Mm. it's so much work and so I had this realization late last year and started looking around and thinking about something that would really help brands elevate um, their content and their marketing and the conversations that they were having with customers and I came to brand thought leadership and so it draws on thought leadership concept from a you know people leadership kind of view. We understand what that looks like. I think a lot of people know, um, Mm. you know, thought leaders within the spaces that they're in as individuals, but I'm taking it and applying that to brands. Mm. And so we can kind of say, well, your brand becomes a visible leader in your industry Mm. and trusted and known for the content that you're creating and a particular message that you're putting out. My definition, I want to share it, is it's a content marketing strategy that positions your brand as the go-to source of information, entertainment, and ideas in your industry. And so for me, it's not a type of content, it's an approach to content. So it's a strategic approach um, where you kind of drill down through the layers to find content that only your brand could share, you know, because that's what's going to set you apart. If you can go to the AI, you know, go to chat GPT and type in a prompt and get a blog post to come out and anyone could do that, like that's no longer going to set you apart. Yeah. Because, you know, that's just democratize that type of content. So mm-hmm. really now it's about, well, 
how can you create something that only your brand could create because it's so unique to your experience and unique to your stories and your audience and your personal opinions and thoughts about Mm. your industry. Fabulous. It's a great breakthrough. Like for you also being in a niche, like it's actually another way of conveying what is missing. I'm sure that you've worked with, you know, or maybe had come across businesses that aren't so much aligned with their brand messaging as to what they are wanting to do. And I've actually even had um, some that I've coached that have highly sustainable repurposed products, yet they aren't actually conveying that in their messaging. It's a missing piece of the puzzle that could potentially open up a big flood of orders and new stockers if someone was able to get that across about what their values are in their business, what they stand for and what they value. And also with sustainability and obviously um, being able to repurpose, it's, you know, lowering wastage and, and obviously impact on the planet. And it's amazing how many people actually miss that in there. They just think, oh, well, I've got a product and I'll just sell it, you know, and there's a lot more there's deeper layers where you can actually build in those connections to fans and buyers that will repeat buy from you, come back every time because they love what you stand for. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I get it for brands. It's the content creation is a real struggle because it just feels like you're constantly going around and around every week, every month, you know, you're kind of feeding the social media beast, you're feeding the content beast. And so it can be really difficult to sort of step back and say, well, what does it look like to create something that's a bit different? That's a little bit of a a risk in some ways, because I think a lot of brands, particularly at the um, level of brands that we're talking about with you, they probably have a system in place to create content, right? It's, it's, you know, booking the photo shoots in, um, sending out the content briefs, having the plan set. And so diverging from that can feel a little bit of a risk. Um, Mm. And it can always be a risk to stick your head up out of the sand or, you know, above the crowd and say, we're going to start doing things a little bit different. And we're going to see how that looks, how that Mm. fits in the market. But Um, ultimately, you know, what I'm seeing for brands that embrace this approach is that it really pays off for them because they sort of are out beyond anyone else. Um, and it's, it's no longer about just trying to feed in content. Yeah. So now why would you say brand thought leadership is the perfect strategy for an e-commerce business? Really? It was sort of saying, you know, instead of trying to outspend brands, with big budgets or outshare businesses that have like a dedicated marketing team. And even if you do have a dedicated marketing team, you know, it's, it can be quite tricky. Brand thought leadership is about creating intentional, thoughtful content that connects with your audience. And we know that people want to connect with ideas. They want to connect with opinions, unique perspectives, stories, um, and feel that human connection, even with brands. And so yeah. as a small brand in particular or an up-and-coming brand, you, you have that untapped potential to fulfill that desire because you're, you're a lot closer to that customer. You're a lot closer to that audience and those people. And, you, yeah. you, know, you know, we know thought leadership works in other types of industries like mm-hmm. software as a service, you know, tech industry have embraced it. And that's a whole, you know, kind of thing now where companies in that software space, they're not selling just their product, what they're selling is like the idea, the concept, the system behind it, positioning their brand and the individuals within it 
as leaders in order to build trust. And mm. so the goal is sales, like ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> that's what, yeah. that's, ultimately, that's what we, yeah. you know, it's not, it's nice to be all fluffy and lovely and um, mm. have that position, but no, we're, we're trying to sell a product, but thought leadership reduces that friction to purchase because mm. it's no longer comparing a product to a product. Yeah. It's actually going, well, I go to this website or I, I visit this store I engage with this brand because they seem to really know me and mm. they create content that kind of makes me stop and it mm. makes me think and I remember it. Mm. And that's really interesting to me. And so that's the kind of company or the brand yeah. that yeah. I want to have a relationship with. And it is about relationships, isn't it? You know, in such a, a crowded, saturated space now, you know, when I started my first business 25 years ago, you know, Facebook was just coming, emerging as a new thing. There wasn't LinkedIn or Instagram. It was good old fashioned workshopping and going to networks, um, you know, business lunches and breakfasts and meetings and having phone conversations, building those relationships with your suppliers and with your buyers. I think what you're talking about is kind of almost bringing that back to business so that because I'm a believer now of you know people do business with people you know it's not just about your product and ultimately yes everything is about the sale at the end of the day but as we know it's a lot cheaper a lot more um, economical to retain uh, once you've got a connection and someone is is understanding your thought leadership and your why and your alignment they're going to talk about that with others and they're also going to bring their friends and they're also going to repeat buy from you which is what is so valuable to have someone that repeat buys rather than having to find new people all the time yeah exactly and as you said it is about attention and we are trying to get people's attention but when we get that attention we want them to feel that we align with their values or who they are or um, what they're interested in. And, you know, in an industry like e-commerce, uh, it's really broad. And if you can kind of find your little position within it and really hold firm to that, that's mm. that's going to allow you to, you know, really, I guess, build that momentum in business. Yeah, fabulous. So how would a business owner know when they're ready to embrace thought leadership in their business? So I want to start by saying I, I do think this approach, brand thought leadership, is for everyone. I don't necessarily think you have to, although it's really effective for brands that have like that sustainability piece, it, I, it, that doesn't have to be a core part of who you are for brand thought leadership to work for you. But it, as you say, you are going to have to be at a certain stage within your business. And so yeah. you're going to have pretty rock solid brand foundations. So definitely about knowing, um, you know, who your audience is, what your products are, um, you have a website that you, you know, really know um, functions and communicates a lot of those um, messages for you as well. So, you know, we're not talking just figuring out, just starting out kind of thing. You're pretty established um, in order to take this approach. And then obviously having that proven product. So when you are going out there with your ideas, your opinions, your thoughts, that content, you know, your product needs to stand up to that level of scrutiny. So it yeah. you know, has to be quality. It doesn't have to be high priced. Um, it doesn't have to just be a luxury product, but it certainly has to be something that people can rely on and people can trust. Because yeah. if you lose that trust because the product doesn't match the content that you're sharing or, or the stories you're telling, then it, it's 
gonna be gone forever. So we interrupt this podcast to tell you all about the Creative Product Institute Mastermind. It's a time to level up your business and implement my proven signature system for creative product business expansion. When I got started at only 24 years old, I built a successful corporate gift hamper service starting from my kitchen table. I went from landing a $30,000 offer and wrapping every package by hand myself to a company with annual sales of 1.5 million per year. And it certainly wasn't all glitz and glamour. I was completely overwhelmed to start with and I was trying to manage everything in my business all by myself. So out of it, I actually have been able to devise a really solid program for those of you who are looking to take your business to the next stage. So if your business is established for more than two to three years, you're ready to invest in yourself 10 times in your sales, and you're really committed as an action taker and ready to get the bigger results, then pop onto my website, which is sarahjcross.com and find the mastermind and you can apply there to have a chat with me or go to the creativeproductinstitute.com to learn more all about signing up and scaling further. Now back to the show. I was just going to ask you, what are the actual steps to figuring out that brand thought leadership strategy? What are those sort of initial sort of starting blocks? If anyone or, you know, any of my listeners are wanting to go, oh, I'd love to get into this. This sounds fabulous. We, you know, it's obviously really comes down to where, what's the starting point? Yeah, so I think the first place to start is that you do have a willingness to share and to be open. That's going to be the first point. Like, are you at that point where you're like, yes, I'm ready to go out there, maybe tiptoe into the world of brand thought leadership, but I'm ready to go out there. So once you have that, then it's thinking about what kind of brand thought leader you want to be. And I've kind of broken it down into three main points. And so the first one is like an activist. So you want to create content that changes people's minds, people's behaviors. You're probably selling a product that's in that sustainability space. And so it's about essentially changing the world for the better in some way. Mm-hmm. So the other one I'm um, person that you might be or brand that you might be is the premium. So you're selling a high-end product, probably something that has a little bit of um, decision-making behind it. So you want to really cut down that that trust. So you you want to establish that trust. You want to um, help people make that decision in a way that's really uh, honest and, Mm. um, uh, you know, positive, I guess. Um, And then the third one, I'm kind of calling it like bettering content. Mm. So you're looking to really help improve people's lives in some way. Um, And, you know, it might just be because you want them to feel more beautiful. You want them to feel more confident, uh, or it might be helping with systems and structures that'll make their life um, easier or easier to manage. So your content is going to fit around that. And that would be like very similar to software as a service sort of brand thought leadership. Um, content that we would see where you're really helping people with the daily activities of their of you know what they do so it's sort of figured out who you want to be or or the type of content you might want to create we're starting to look for inputs everybody has this in their business where they have those little ideas the thoughts the niggles the opinions things that maybe bother them a little bit about the the industry Um, and they're all really valuable 
in mm. terms of creating your brand thought leadership. So you kind of want to capture those. Uh, and then as you go through different areas of your business and you think about what are the different parts of it. And I've kind of drilled these down myself into three areas. So purpose, your brand, your product, why are you here? You know, really kind of thinking about, well, what can we say about those different aspects? Your people. So your customers, your team members, you yourself as the business owner, you know, you have that expertise, that insight and experience to talk about your brand, to talk about your industry. How did you get there? What can you share about that, you know, particular journey? You know, what are your customers saying about your products and can you talk to them and can you get them to share their um, interactions or their stories about your brand as well? And then finally, it's your position. So the messaging, the marketing, the competition, what are you putting out there? What's coming back? What's working? What's everyone else doing? What is the opposite of that look like? So all of these kind of inputs and ideas allow you to form maybe some initial ideas, some initial messages, initial bits of content that you mm. can start to seed out there and then create leadership pieces that go beyond that. Mm. Um and so, you know, I have this process, I'm calling it pinnacle content. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a process and a service that I've developed that sort of captures all of this idea because I think it is quite a new approach to content marketing within e-commerce. Mm-hmm. I had to really sit down and say, well, what works in other areas? What works for yeah. other types of businesses? Mm-hmm. And then created my own kind of thing out of that. Yeah. It's kind of a really interesting space to be in, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And um, can you give us some examples of sort of brand thought leadership in action? Yeah, so I have a couple. It's tricky because, I, like I say, it's new, um, but I am seeing brands embracing this type of content. So first of all, I want to mention um, go-to skincare. I think people are really aware of this brand because Zoe is obviously usually at the forefront of what's happening within marketing and content like of course is her thing so you know I would expect to see her moving in this direction I've been following them for a while and I've noticed that in 2023 in particular they've really picked up the content that they're publishing on their website so I would call that like their owned content um and instead of relying solely on Instagram or Facebook um and so you know they're really publishing more of that type of content if you go to their website now you'll see that shift that I'm talking about um in what they're publishing and so I can see them moving into that thought leadership brand or really embracing that as a content piece and the way that you can build the thought leadership is obviously with the people that have subscribed who have uh, want more information from your brand and they want to buy the product yeah exactly because it strengthens that that trust that they have and yeah. people are going to be looking for that product um, yeah. it is absolutely going to be helping their wholesale as well because you know mm. if, a, if a brand is looking to stock or a business is looking to stock that particular type of product they're going to yeah. go for the one that has that memory memorability um, and has yeah. that connection with customers so mm. you know again yeah. I just think it's really interesting to see who's doing what um, in this yeah. space and now how have you helped other business owners achieve these strategies for their businesses? So as I said, like Pinnacle Content is a culmination of my nine years in copywriting and content marketing. So although this iteration is new <laughs> because I've kind of brought together everything that I'm seeing and that I've done, I have worked with brands and done this, just not called it exactly this or followed this exact process uh, okay. that I'm launching. So yeah, yeah. for example, um, one client of mine, they were a diamond engagement ring jeweler. And so I created content for them, including a piece that was quite lengthy on like 
all about buying an engagement ring. And it became the second most visited page on their website. So even before products, like after homepage, but before anything else, people were going to read this article because it really positioned them. It gave enough information that people could kind of go, yes, this brand is for me or no, but I'm going to build that trust. And, you know, that really helped establish them Mm. as provider of this product. It's quite a premium product. So, you know, that was like one piece I was like, oh, well, that, that is the impact of something. Just one piece of content can have on a business. And then another brand I worked with, My Goals, which are a stationary brand based here in Melbourne. And I worked with them quite extensively on content that basically I would say would fit this brand thought leadership piece. And that was around helping people implement a goal setting into their day-to-day, showcasing people and their different stories about using the products or achieving their goals. And that's the kind of thing that sets them apart because they have their customers talking about using the products and how it applies to them. And that's incredibly valuable for someone who's considering buying from the brand because it's not the brand telling them, it's their customers telling them exactly how they used it and how they applied it and what they were able to achieve from that. So, you know, that is the type of content that fits within this umbrella um, of brand thought leadership. So, you know, it's, it's achievable for anyone to start creating it because you do have the direct connection with customers yeah, you do. And you're already building that relationship um, via email subscribers. So um, that's your voice and that's a way of communicating. And it's interesting that they're not relying on, you know, um, doing a big campaign via Instagram or via Facebook or that a lot of people are going back to sort of more that relationship building through a bit more organic through their voice through their thought leadership in emailing. Yeah. Um, I always say like, if you can have great high open rate and you can continually grow your subscribers, it's like savings in the bank. Yeah. Because that is where your true repeat loyal customers as an e-com brand will come back to. They'll click through the link. They'll have FOMO. They don't want to miss out. I've, you know, I've got clients that do, product new collection launches um, that they'll release first to their list, to their mm. VIP subscriber list with that FOMO of not missing out. And they'll do $60,000 in a day. And that's all based on the relationship and the connection that they've built, the trust, the know, like, and trust. Yeah. But, you know, to bring it home, like, yeah, I think that the brand thought leadership is definitely going to be the way to get the cut through in a very saturated there's very saturated industries, candles and earrings. I mean, they're, they're everywhere. You know, there's particular types, skincare, it's highly competitive. And what sets you apart is your, like you said, I think that's what, where it's going to actually really set those bigger players apart is by them having a really clear message to share with their followers, with their fans. Exactly. And it's the type of thing where it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing because it's only about what's happening within your content and your your strategy. At a recent retreat, um, I've hosted traditionally, my last 13 have been hosted in hotels in corporate boardrooms, but I've taken a different pathway since I have hosted a beautiful in-villa retreat in Bali Mm. um, in October last year. And um, I will be doing another one for 10 clients this year. But interestingly enough, you know, we changed the format and part of that format when we actually opened the retreat 
is asking everyone to bring along their their actual physical products because I only coach people with you know a physical product and to talk and dive deeper into their values and into their why and that is something that everyone said resonated with them so much to get an understanding of that brand's why Mm. and it's not always just about monetary um, transaction. I love There's that. A, you know, like doing doing good or giving back or an energy exchange. And predominantly a lot of my clients are parents, you know, they're mothers. It's being available for my children and building a business with flexibility and financial freedom around my children. Something that blends rather than going back to a corporate nine to five job. You know, there's all sorts of different levels of whys, you know, that I think are really important. And yeah, for those sustainability businesses, that's something that I really think they need to bring home and use the thought leadership because that will then create a a much greater impact to what purpose they're, why they're doing what they're doing and the the greater purpose that they're bringing for planet or for um, mental health or for supporting women with hardships or anything like that. You know, I think that gives it sort of bigger clout. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and as you say, it's, you know, that's true to them and I would say very true to their audience as well. So that is a, that's a conversation you can open up, but you'll get to be the ones that have that conversation. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's been fabulous having you here again. Now it's always so good to have you. Um, and I do love how your brain ticks. And <laughs> you know, thank you again. I know this is our second podcast. I think it was a couple of years ago, and since then you've got a little girl, a little um, a little toddler, which is lovely. So you've become a mum, and you're juggling the business life and, you know, raising family, raising kids. So (laughs) um, it's really great that you've taken the time to be here. Um, So if any of my listeners want to find out more about you and where, where can they go now? What's the best place to connect with you? So if you go to my website, fate creative, that's F E T E creative.com.au. I will very shortly, um, possibly at the release of this podcast, have a quiz up there about brand thought leadership, whether you're ready for brand thought leadership. So um, I encourage you to take that and I'll have, some more information about the pinnacle content um, sort of process and, and what I'm offering as well. You can also follow me on Instagram at fate creative or one word um, or the same kind of insights. I'm sharing more information and, um, yeah. about this and um, lots of, lots of stuff to help businesses actually go yeah. ahead and, and embrace it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So check out fate creative. Um, thanks again. I, I hope everyone who's been listening has found today's chat as exciting as I did. If you love this episode, please make sure to share it with a friend or leave us a review so more people can find us. It's time for me to say goodbye and I will see you on our next episode. Loved this episode of Products to Profits? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated.